0: Welcome, everyone, back to another episode of Landscurve. If you do not see us on any social media platforms, do know that you can find us at landscurve.com. Landscurve.com. There you will find 23 years, well, as of February, years of work every day for the last almost 23 years. (laughs) Not to sound, try to sound fancy, but that's what it is. You know, you have a lot of people out here who talk the talk, but they can't walk the walk. I let the work speak for itself over the years. I'm on YouTube, but I'm not a YouTube talking head. I'm just a regular guy that you meet at the bus stop, the doctor's office or the Walmart checkout line, as I like to say. And tonight, I'm in a very cerebral, deep in thought mood. And many see the banner of this particular program. And I know they think it's some quackery, but I'm gonna hold your hand, ladies. I love to do that. Men, no homo. (laughs) We're gonna walk through something that came to me today. And I think it's very funny that it's a full moon tonight. And if it's not a full moon, it's a day away from being a full moon or it was already a full moon and it's slightly less, but it looks like a full moon tonight. Nonetheless, I know that what I've learned in this world is that nothing is as it appears to be. Nothing is as it appears to be. And the longer you live life is the more you'll understand this. I want to thank everyone for their support of this channel and all the work that we do here. And I want to give a shout out to several individuals who pretty much have asked for their names to remain anonymous. But thank you also for your support on so many different ways. And um, I'm overwhelmed, overjoyed, and very much enthused. Let's move on. I'm not speaking as though I know everything. I'm not speaking as though I am the know-it-all, the grand guru, the prophet, the one who comes to save the world. No. I'm just a guy who's passing through and has many great people around me. And I'm the sum total of those great people who have fed into me in this life. So I, for one, can't take credit for anything that flows through me, because energy is energy, and I don't own it, but it has manifested in me as it has manifested in you. You let it flow. You can't own it. You share it. You try to hold on to it for yourself. It never works out. Anyway, I want to welcome Gina G, Raw, Vital, Vegetary, Gifty Sine, <laughs> and Lily Holmes. Thank you for being here. And um, Willie Holmes says, I love your podcast. YouTube cut me off from getting your podcast. They screwed up my phone and Facebook. There's a lot of that going on. I had to battle a bit on the technical level to get get here. And they trick you. (laughs) But I try to take my time and set everything up. And if for some reason I black out and you don't hear me, Just give me 90 seconds to maybe two minutes to come back on. I know how to handle that aspect of things. So let's roll. Anyway, I made this title The Alien Takeover, Hidden in Plain Sight. Now, the visuals of this banner doesn't look too threatening. These entities look to be very friendly except one on the far left over my head. He looks like he wants to pick somebody's pocket. and One near the curved logo, right next to it, and over a little bit to the left. Well, over the years, our minds have been conditioned. And let me say, I don't know anything more than anybody else. This is not a topic that I research and feel I'm the expert on. But I'm going to give you my feelings and my thoughts as they are authentically right now. Can I prove it? No. But we can prove things with our intuition as we navigate in this shark-infested world, the waters of this shark-infested world, which is a beautiful world, but we have things out there that can bite us. So when I say alien takeover and I say alien invasion, We've been conditioned to look out for the alien invasion. And your dear government, for those who live in the United States, they already mentioned that alien contact has been made. Why don't they tell the rest of it? Is it the truth or is it a lie? I feel it's the truth. And they gave you a little bit to keep you from inquiring more. Just the same way when a mother is out with her children and dinner time is near, but it seems as though the commute is going to take a little longer. So they give you a little snack to hold you over. Mommy, I'm hungry. I'm hungry, Mommy. We'll we'll be home in two hours. Now, you know as an adult that you can hold it. You can be hungry. You have a mature body. But little kids can't. So we have to give them something. Something that you have tap, 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 t- 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 tucked away. What am I, what, what's wrong with me? So I'm stuttering now? <laughs> I think the full moon, I looked at it too long. It's having an effect on me. But you have it tucked away and you give them a little dried fruit or something of the sort. Maybe a healthy candy bar. And they're okay. Well, the government did the same thing to us. They told us. In other words, stop nagging us. Yes, we made alien contact. But they're not telling you anymore. I remember when I used to drive the bus in Orlando, Florida. There was a gentleman who I would say he was in his, he was near 70 years old. And he looked like one of the Beavis and Butthead guys. I'm not sure which one was Beavis, which one was Butthead, but the one who had the the hair kind of up high, and he looked just like him. People would say when they got on the bus, Beavis and Butthead, look at him. He, he, he used to get mad at that. He knew people were making fun of him. But he he took a fancy to me. He was an older white guy. To me, older. I was much younger. I'm 60 now, and if he's 65, I'm five years from that. But that was about that was a good amount of years ago. And he was he's retired from the Air Force. And he did many years in the Air Force. And we would talk about a lot of things, different topics. And I picked his brain about a lot of things. And inevitably, I asked him, I said, What do you think about UFOs, aliens? He says, I cannot talk about that. I'm sworn to secrecy. And he had such a serious face, and I thought he was playing because he was a comedian sometime. And I said, are you serious? He said, no, nope, I can't talk about that. At least I can't talk in detail. And he said, Lance, ask me the question again. I'm driving the bus, and I'm like, he said, look at me when you ask the question again. I got to a red light, and I asked him, I said, is there alien life out here? Do aliens exist, have you had any experiences with aliens? And he shook his head up and down, saying, meaning yes. And I'm looking at him, how he went through all of these conniptions to not say it. What, did they plant something in his arm that'll blow up if he answered the question? The bottom line, he was shook. And I asked him a few other yes or no questions. I can't really recall exactly what I asked him, but the things that I asked him brought me into a detail or some details of what happened. So I asked him, Have you seen UFOs? He shook his head up and down. I said, Okay, he's still going to give me answers. Let me get creative (laughs) in my questions. I said, Have you ever seen a UFO? while flying a plane and of course it's not he's in the air force he's gonna see one possibly it's not like he's gonna see one at the local walmart parking lot so he he shook his head like he was really you know i said have you seen it more than one time he shook his head up and down and put up three fingers i said three times he said yes this guy was serious and he said to me when he started talking again He said, there are very strong reasons why I cannot talk. And his whole demeanor for the rest of the ride was just very serious. I didn't ask him anything again. Maybe something would slip out in the subsequent conversations that we had while I'm driving the bus. But we never talked about that again. And I found it to be very interesting. Let me adjust this microphone here for a second. Hold on, everybody. Hold on okay, I think that's better. I want to really, really be in your ear. (laughs) So I began to wonder about things and I had an experience and I know he doesn't mind me saying his name. This had to be, this was definitely the 1970s and I'd say it had to be about maybe 74 when I was 11, 75. Both of those years I was upstate in camp near Canada, but this thing happened right after I got back. So it had, I think we were getting ready to go to school. So it had to be September, like early September. And my buddy, Wayne Lloyd, he was a neighbor and he lived like, okay, one, two, three, four houses down. And in our neighborhood, in our block, so to say, that's how we talk in our block, Everybody knew everybody. And I would always be the one hanging out the latest, even though Wayne was maybe a year or two older than me. So we were sitting on his steps. Everybody's front steps were inhabited by the kids or the young ones at some point. This was that kind of neighborhood. If you lived here and we're hanging out with you, we're on your steps. My steps was a big favorite by the way it looked. We happened to be on his steps. And so I knew the time was coming near because I was getting hungry. And this was really late, like two o'clock in the morning. We used to have some sweet summers because there was no worry about our safety because there was always an adult nearby, no matter what time of day or night it was, keeping an eye. So we're sitting on the steps and we were talking, We were t- talking some funniness, some funny jokes and st- stupid stuff. And we both happened to be looking straight ahead. And, There's a family there, Lucius and Craig and Errol. Those are the youngsters there. Directly across the street from Wayne's house. So we're looking between their house and the elderly couple named the Thorntons. And so we just happened to have our eyes there. And there was something that shot from right to left, not between the houses. But it had to be a far distance and it went up and down and up and down. It's like a wave, like up and down. And we looked at each other. We knew it wasn't fireworks. We looked again. We saw it again. It just went from left to right. This is something far away that we caught. So we brushed it off. We didn't know what it was. It had to be something, right? Now, rest in power, Michael Hamer. Brother Michael Hamer would call me when I was living in Orlando and he would say he was ready to do a show or a recording. Many times or all the time when I was living in Orlando, we met up face to face because he didn't live too far, maybe like a mile or two away. Cause I told him, I said, you know, it's more effective if you're comfortable talking in public at nighttime, when people can see the cars going by people walking by, It's more interesting that way instead of sitting up in front of a wall, you know, you feel a part of, you know, just a better effect. So we would usually go by Hiawassee and Silver Star Road in Orlando. I'm dropping a lot of names tonight, places and everything, because people will be a little more who know these places. Like, wow, I know that place. But we changed up after a while and we went by Pine Hills Road and Silver Star Road. It was a pizza joint right there. I forgot which one it was. but we would put my tripod in a place where no cars would get in the way, kind of to the side, like, okay, if you drive, so good, we were there. So I would hit the record button when he was ready. We'd talk a little bit, catch up on things. And I would hit the record button and he'd start talking. So I'm making phone calls, you know, in a distance. I'm not trying to get myself recorded and distract from what he's saying. So as he was talking, I was kind of close by. And I looked up in the sky. Toward Pine Hills Road, because we were on, I would say, was it east, west? No, it was the west side of Pine Hills Road. So looking toward the east. There was something in the sky. I have to find that. A uh, video, because I believe I turned it around to capture this image. So for about three or four seconds, I'm looking up, and this thing. If you try to measure how high it was, there was no way because it was nighttime. But I would approximate that it had to be about maybe twenty stories of a building in the air, about that height. And it wasn't a plane because it was levitating real slow. And it was kind of like tipping to the left, tipping to the right. And it had lights on it, of course, for me to see it. And I won't say it was flaming, but it had distinctive lights on it, like a car almost, but it was illuminated. Michael Heyman turned around and he saw the same thing too. And we were standing there And this thing was coming toward us, not us on the ground. It was coming in our direction at about 20 stories high to the east of Pine Hills Road. So it turned around and went back in the other direction. It dipped a little bit and turned around in a tight turn, not like a plane, but like a car. It was like it was a car on the side of a mountain on a road about 20 stories high. And it was a bumpy road because this thing did not go smooth. It was kind of like bumpy and it went the other way. And then it just like somebody could switch on boop, and it was gone. I said, brother, did you see that? <laughs> you know? He's like, I sure did. <laughs> and then we paused a bit, discussed it. I kept looking up. I said, well, if you want to continue talking, because you we weren't shook. We just saw something, right? Something that wasn't on this plane or something that was on this plane, but we didn't know about. Now, let's fast forward or go back a little bit. No, we had to go back a little bit. In Orlando, Florida, in my backyard, I would also take the camera and the tripod and go where a lot of the trees were. Because we had a corner lot It was completely private, PVC fencing all the way around. There was one window that we can see. My thing is, if if you can see a window, they can see you. But it was an older woman, you know, because I like to go out there and lay out in the sun. That's all I'll say. (laughs) And I would go in the bushes, not bushes, but the different plum trees and lime trees and, and the things that were planted back there. It made for a nice background. So I changed the angle that I usually speak because the sun, it was... Not about to go down, but it was late afternoon. So you want the sun shining on your face. So I'm there doing my video, and this is the daytime in the backyard. Now that house was a one-story four-bedroom house. There was a tree in the next yard that maybe went up to the top of a second story, if there was one. All of a sudden, from the distance... Well, there was a lake across the street, a pretty huge lake too. And those houses had the lake in their backyard. So from that direction, I heard the rumbling of an engine. But it sounded different. And it got louder and louder and louder. Check this out. The house is behind me to the side. The rumbling got louder. It was not coming from the ground or the road in front of the house because I know where the sounds are. You know, when you live somewhere, you pretty much are a master (laughs) of the sounds. Like, okay, this is getting too close. This person's talking. This person's near my window, whatever. You know the vehicles. It was a semi-busy street because we were toward the front, not at the front, but maybe like about two blocks from the front of the subdivision entrance. So cars would go by. But this sound was coming from in the sky. But it sounded close. And it was taking its time to come toward, I guess, toward where I was. And I stopped talking on the video and turned around. The plane was flying so low. It was a plane. And it was an old military plane. I don't know how this works out, but I know the US government will sell. Surplus equipment, old equipment, you know, and this is Florida. This is all kind of small crafts flying around. So as I turned around, the plane went over where my driveway was and over my backyard. The plane. And it was so low. It was like one of those two passenger planes. It was like a military thing. The way it was painted, painted. Um, not with uh, the camouflage, it was like a like just just a depressing green that looked more gray than green, like grayish green. And there were two passengers there. One had to be flying the plane, but the other one who was on the right side, he was on my side, and it was like they were driving a car because he had his arm outside. There was an open Window, like like a passenger car was rolled down. I'm like, you can fly like that? And he was looking straight at me. It came to the back of the house. It was partially over my yard and the people next door, but he didn't have to turn his head and look at me. His head was already at a 90-degree angle, looking at me straight while while his body was facing forward. He had dark glasses on, it was a white man. And to me, the plane was not moving fast enough. It was going kind of slow, like it had balloon-like qualities. You know, you see a helium balloon, a balloon, and it's moving, but it moves slow. This thing had to have more speed to stay up, but it had this rough engine. It was loud. And I know I have to find that video. I'm not crazy. I didn't have enough time to turn it around, but you heard the sound. I didn't cut that part out. It was a pause and I said, I, don't, I said something to the effect. It was very strange in the daytime. There would have had to be complaints on a plane flying that low, but it was an old, old, old plane. It sounded terrible, but it didn't have any window on the side of where the door would be or whatever. Strange. Just wanted to share that. There's another situation that I heard of that many people hear in this video soon when it goes up, it's live now, but everybody talked about this in Jamaica, Queens, on Sutton Boulevard, and Linden Boulevard, many years ago, they said a huge craft hovered over the McDonald's, a little bit to the back, but it was big and it came down low and stayed there for several minutes. But this is before we had cell phones, smartphones, we had the cameras, we could snap pictures and video. If we had that then, from what I heard, the amount of people that didn't even know each other that told me the same exact story, that was like folklore. That was like, wow, you saw that too? So many of us have lots of stories on a personal level that indicate that There are things that we've seen that we really can't explain. Many people keep it to themselves because they don't want people to think that they're mentally ill. Mentally ill people say things or see things, and when they repeat it, it's brushed off as, well, he's mentally ill. Let him talk. So what is these things that we see? Is it of this level? Is it something spiritual that we see and only we see? Is it something that to another dimension? Ah, could be. There are things that are not of this dimension. Because in the spiritual realm, you're not going to see certain things with the naked eye. And if you do, really is it the naked eye or is it your spiritual eye? That process is something in the spirit world and you see it. You read it with your brain. You can make it out. I've seen those things too. I'll talk about those things later as we're winding down. One more story. Me and my friend Carlos, when he moved into the neighborhood in 1971, I was eight years old. We've been lifelong buddies, just like so many of my other friends that come into the show. And I've told this story before, but I want to link it in here. We were just just finished moving a washer and a dryer for a female friend of ours who lived in Brooklyn, where it was illegal to have your own. You had to pay the complex, the apartment building, the owner, for the privilege of renting his. He wasn't going for it. It was too high. So we snuck it up the back. It's a huge building. Security guard back there was glad to get the extra cash, and he let us in. We were a little tired, but we took our time driving back because it was, wasn't really far. Where she lived was near the borderline of Brooklyn and Queens, across from where for those who know it, the pink houses, the pink houses, it has a reputation. So we get back to Queens, and before we go to my house where his corvette was, we went to the chicken spot. So let's get something to eat. So we got some chicken. Got some French fries. You know, I was kind of picking out those days. And some grape soda, which I don't drink that stuff now, occasionally. Grape soda was biting the chicken and the salty, you know. I mean, these things taste good. They're not good for you, but, you know, hey, that's how a lot of us came up. So we stood there for a while, and there were a couple girls that came out. We were waiting to see if we could talk to them, just just light fun. We did for a little while, a couple minutes little fun. And then we, all right, ladies, have a good night. It was like we were trying to get with them. So we decided to leave. When I left that particular chicken spot, which I feel is still there on Liberty Avenue and Sutton Boulevard. I think these Pakistanis own it. So we left, but we didn't go right on the major street. We went to the back road to t- turn around because my car was near that exit or that the exit of the chicken parking lot, the chicken spot parking lot, and all the other ones were kind of blocked. It was too tight to get out. So I said, "Let's go around this way." So we're driving, and we get toward the end of the corner, the block, about maybe six to eight car lengths away. We don't we don't drink liquor, we don't get high. We're a little tired, a little fatigued, but we were still up. It was about three in the morning. All of a sudden, we see this thing. Eight to nine feet tall, approximately. It looked like it was floating, but it was walking slow. The feet were moving slow, but the speed in which it traveled from right to left was a little faster than the, it was almost like it was on skates, but not fast. You know, I keep forgetting what it is, but in Atlanta, in the airport, it's not an escalator. But it's flat. Many airports have it where you stand on it and it just moves you forward. It looked like he was, and when you, you know, when you're a child and you walk on that flat thing, you're rewarded more with speed with the steps you take. It's like you take two steps and it's like you get 10 spaces. We looked at each other. He was like, what the f is that? Carlos ain't too afraid of much things. He did some time in prison. He's been in gunfights. Nice guy, though. <laughs> Please trust me. He's a really good guy. He doesn't get high. He doesn't drink. I don't get high. I don't drink. We both saw the same thing. By the time we got to the corner, because I, I put the pedal to the metal, but it wasn't far. It's was about eight car lengths away. There's a warehouse on the left side where that thing walked to. But the windows were high because it was a warehouse where They didn't have windows low so you can look in. They had windows more for ventilation. And the windows might have been maybe about nine to 10 feet up up on the wall. A bunch of them. There was no door back there for anything to get away. So I was dumbfounded. We were dumbfounded. We, We were frightened. We were scared. Really scared because we know we saw something that wasn't of this world. And so he's like, man, let's get out of here. Get me home, man. (laughs) I said, I can't take you home. Your car is parked in front of my house. He's like, yeah, right. So what happened was we stayed up all night. We were spooked. And the bad part about it is if you ever see the movie Cape Fear with Robert De Niro, they had a Cape Fear way back in the day, black and white. I think it was the 50s or something like that, maybe. I'm not talking about that version. I'm talking about the Robert De Niro version. And it was the theme from Cape Field. That is a very frightening theme song. I can't sing. There's no words in it. But this is how it went. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. And it had the background. Dun, you know what I mean? Maybe you can Google it. Maybe I'll find it. And what I'll do on landscurve.com for this particular episode, I haven't created a, a, a post for it yet, but that's what I do. I put all the particulars there, like things I talk about. And I say, okay, boom, i drop it there. So I'm dropping it here. And YouTube doesn't treat me right and doesn't treat us right. We're not going to. We're just going to use it to bring the party on back to landscurve.com. Okay. That was a wrap. Got a few more things I could talk about. But now let's talk about the alien takeover. They're taking us over right now. I'm saying this is my strong opinion. I'm not saying it's fact, but we know in a politically incorrect world, the way it used to be, where you can make jokes about anybody and nobody got mad, that your personal opinion is your personal facts until you prove me wrong. Doesn't mean that you know or feel that it's really a fact, like 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 it, it can't be disproven, but when you live life, you're like, pretty much I know this is the way things are. Prove me wrong and I'll submit. So, I'm saying that the alien invasion has already happened. The movie's The cartoons, the video games have us looking up in the sky for the aliens to come and get us. Will Smith, Independence Day. And I'm not really a movie watcher. That's one of my faults that I need to correct because people talk to me about movies. I'm like, I ain't see that movie. You never saw that movie? Maybe I'm a weirdo. When Star Wars came out in the 70s, I saw it like two years later, and I had a special showing in the theater. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I just wasn't into movies. All my life, I can tell you that I, if, if I can say I went to the movies 10 times my whole life, that's a lot. And we're not talking about not going to the movies because it's the video era and all of that. Even when it was, wasn't around, I never went to the movies don't know why. So I have to catch up on a lot of things to enhance my conversational abilities, to be able to relate to people on different things. But from where I stand, I can see that there have been a ton of movies out there. Why am I talking about movies? Because it has seasoned our minds as to what aliens are. Way back from E.T., was that back in the late 70s? E.T. flown home. And the E to us. And they make these so-called aliens nice sometimes. Sometimes they're evil and they want to come and destroy the world, but they mix it in. Nonetheless, aliens, the thought of them, it's in our subconscious mind. Let's go back. The government admitted that it has been alien contact. That's all they said. So now we're digesting all that we see from the movies, from the media, cartoons, video games, uh, TV shows, everything. And we are being made to digest the reality that aliens do exist. But it's not that way, in my opinion. The invasion has already happened. Now it's time for the takeover. See, the invasion with something done quietly. They're here. We see them every day. Do you think they're going to walk around looking the way they do? If they do look like this,
1: who's to say they look like this? Who's
0: to say that the aliens don't look like us? How many times have you had maybe A strange neighbor? A weird supervisor on a job? Or that person who shared the same commute as far as the time is concerned and you always saw them? And you caught a strange vibe from them? Who knows? Who knows when you're walking down the street and I'm gonna stand up here because I've been sitting down so much. Let me just take this out to stand. Let me stand up. And to spook myself out even more, I'm going to cut out the lights, look over the mountains, because there's lights over there. If I see something move, I'm going to throw this mic down, or I have to finish the show tomorrow. (laughs) But anyway,
1: we don't know. Let me get to
0: the point that I'll support it. Today, something was shared with me about artificial intelligence. And it wasn't about something spooky about it or whatever. There's something that would pique my interest. And basically, and I'm not really going to go through the screen share because I read the article again. It just brought up basic points. It's about an app called Lenza, Lensa, L-E-N-S-A, Lensa AI Selfies. It's a photo editing app and many people are using it and you can put different backgrounds. You can highlight your face in an almost cartoon like way, or you can put it out there in a realistic way and sometimes improve what you think may be flaws with you. That's up to you. I'm not saying because the creator made you the way he made you, you know, The main thing with this particular app is that there are privacy. I'm telling you, I didn't see the chat room. They only had four, the first four people. I clicked the button, boom, it's it's populated. So I'm not even seeing, or I I didn't even see everybody who was there. So excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, I would have acknowledged everybody, but I didn't see you. See, I'm getting spooked out already. The aliens did it. (laughs) <laughs> but the thing with this particular lenser AI app is that it's inferred. Let me get it right. I'll explain the best way I can that your image becomes their property. Their, your image, whichever way you've manipulated it on their app, becomes their property. There's a minor charge for the um app. And you can use up to so many images a month. So, you know, something like that. You can pay yearly, you can pay for the, the month. So this is why you're seeing all these fancy looking avatars. It seems like nobody wants to be themselves anymore. And then even if you're cool with yourself, you wanna see what you look like with AI getting up in you. It didn't sound right. But anyway, you know what I meant. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> We won't go there tonight. We'll keep it a certain way. But that being said, and I need to open these windows because it rained and, and I closed all the windows and now it's getting hot, sweating. So it becomes their property. And you have to request in writing that they don't use your app for their own training, they said. For the tra- that part of the article I'm going to go to, I, I want to read it off. The other part is just, doesn't make any sense. Okay, here it is. Let me see if it's the right paragraph. Okay, the Lensa. Okay, let me just see. Okay, there's a lot here. Maybe I should have read it off. Maybe I should have showed it, but I'll show you the link. Let me read this part, though. And this is part of the topic. I'm leading up to it. Bear with me. You know I'm going to come with it. What are the concerns with using Lensa? Since the app recently gained popularity, privacy concerns have surfaced, specifically about how user data is used. For instance, Lensa can use your uploaded photos to train its AI. Let me say it again. For instance, Lensa can use your uploaded photos to train its AI? To train it? They're just taking your face and it's going to train. I'm going to say something on that. Let me just read a little bit more. The privacy policy it says it doesn't use your uploaded photos for anything other than to apply filters and effects to them. However, it adds a slew of ways it may use your information other than photos and in videos, including the following. To train its neural net- network algorithms. To provide improved test, and monitor the effectiveness of Lenza, right? I got distracted. My phone gave me a text. To provide personalized content and information to you in relation to Lenza, to diagnose or fix technology problems in relation to Lenza. See the full list here. There's also the apps, terms of use, which states that when you download the app and upload your photos, you're granting Lenza a perpetual... Ir- 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 bl- 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 Mike Tyson moment. Um, ir- 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 bl- I'm having to Mike Tyson moment, right? I'm looking at all these words. Non-exclusive, royalty-free, worldwide, fully paid, irrevocable, right? That's the word. Transferable, sub-licensable, licensed to use. Reproduce, modify, distribute, create derivative works of your user content without additional compensation due and always subject to your additional explicit content for such use where required by applicable law. What Prisma says happens to your avatar? Bear with me, I'm coming with you. The Prisma Labs representative told CNET the following. After the batch of avatars is created, the shared photos are deleted permanently from our service as well as a copy of an individual trained model. Each time a user purchases a new avatar, the process repeats from scratch. That's why we ask you to upload photos every time you request a new package, right? I'm going to skip this here and go to the next paragraph. However, the lens of privacy policy adds that it may reach out to you to better understand your request in case of a vague access erasure, objection, request, or any other request and exercise of the mentioned rights. And if this is impossible, it notes that it reserves the right to refuse granting your request, the request to remove everything off of their server. But they just said that they don't keep it on their server. And now they say any approved request could take up to 90 days to process If you decide to use the app, we recommend carefully reading the terms and conditions as well as the privacy policy to know what you're getting into. Much more than article. They say they erase the stuff. So why do you have to request? Okay, let's get back to the alien takeover. Here it is. We're looking for the aliens up in the sky. You'll see things. And maybe those things could be governmental distractions. They may even start to have manifestations of things that look like these creatures here. Not with round eyes, more the slanted ones that look a little more evil. These look like cuddly little animals that you hold that have fur. and like, Oh, he's so cute, whatever. No. That nose is giving it away. But what is really the takeover? The takeover... Is our usage of AI. We get into artificial intelligence so much and we give of ourselves so much. We indulge ourselves. Maybe not you or I. I've put my foot in the pond of AI, but I'm still an original. I utilize AI sometimes from time to time. But so many people are getting caught up in this thing. Well, Lance, it doesn't seem like anything bad. Get to your point. You're talking too much. Let's say, put it this way. These entities who are not of this plane, not of this dimension, not of this world, whatever you want to say, they have brought the technology of AI to the powers that be on this earth because there are certain people who are in power, the real power all over the world, and they have influence in places like Africa. They're running things basically. They've gave us torture for 400 years plus in America, but they have a worldwide grip on so-called power. And they've gotten in contact with these aliens, and the aliens got in contact with them because the aliens want the resources of this earth. And not necessarily the iron or the bauxite or the gold or the silver or the cocoa. They don't want that. They want the raw resources of our life force. And it's our life force that they want, the imprint of us. Who are the strongest people on the earth? Who are the originals? Who? Y'all know the answer. They go after melanin so much and they, they say it's worth so much money, more expensive than gold. Yet, yet we, we're missing all over the place, all over America, all over the world. And I believe they're snatching people up here in the motherland where there are people who are born, children who are born. They're born at home. Look, you go way out to the villages. Ain't no big hospitals out there. And they got a thing and I'm going to go off a little bit to come back on. They have a thing called a Ghana card, a national ID. I'm not telling my business, but this is what you must have when you come here. And there are people who are citizens here who should have it, but many don't. Why? Well, if you were born and raised here in a crowd in the city, then chances are you just might have your... Ghana court, but many people don't. Now, what about a person hundreds of miles into the places of Ghana that don't look like the urban areas? You still have villages, you still have basic living. Women walking around with their breasts out, no big thing. The breasts have been sexualized in America and in the Western world, but here it's no different than seeing the breast on a goat or a pregnant puppy. Living is simpler. You don't have mortgages. You have family land. You don't have McDonald's out there. You had to get your food from what you grow. People work together. You have true community. They don't have a kind of card. There are many people who are surprised. Man, you just got here. You got a a kind of card? Man, I've been living here all my life, and I, I don't have one. So to go back on this pick, AI is a trick of the aliens. I'm going to say it. We're going to put on our our imagination caps on. AI is a trick of the aliens for us to give our imprint and our life force to thinking it's something simple, something harmless. I wonder now how the teachers are dealing with students who don't pay attention don't even do homework they go to chat gpt and punch in the assignment print it out and hand it to the teacher oh we all gonna do that then it's much easier but we're giving our imprint to something we're taking pictures we're asking questions we're giving our voice you know when you heard about uh the the videos going around when you pick up the phone and you have a loved one who might be in trouble and it sounds like their voice? Don't you know that you have websites? Many people don't know this. I'm quite sure you all are hip to it. You have websites that you can punch in and you can feed it words and you can choose a celebrity to speak the words you want. I never met Muhammad Ali. I just miss seeing him he had parked, and they say, oh, man, he just went around the corner. He took off in a limo. But imagine, I wanted Muhammad Ali to back up or, or showcase the Lance Curve show. So I put my words in there, and I'm pushing Muhammad Ali. Well, I want to say that Lance Curve show is the greatest show of all times. You can't beat that show. That man talks every day. He puts the work in. He works hard for the last 23 years, and he's the greatest of all times. Uh, let's let's punch in Mike Tyson well you know I'm just going to say I always give an ear to the Lance Curve show you know I, I bid Holderfield's ear but I'll give my ear every time to Lance Skurve because I love that stuff he talks about <laughs> he sounds like me sometimes it's ludicrous but imagine those are famous people all you need to do is speak into a website like this Record it, whatever, feed it in, and you can give a speech, articulate, wise, just feed the words in. So they're stealing our essence, but they can't get all of it. We got to give it to them. Because remember when I said you might have a supervisor or a neighbor, somebody on a commute that may look a little strange? seems like there's a dead look in the eye. They don't have a soul. Maybe they're replicated. Maybe these people are stealing our life force, taking us out, using our DNA to replicate us. We have all the memory transferred into this being, and they come home, and you think the family is in a bad mood, but so much about you has been given. From records, your voice, social media? Who's to say social media wasn't a suggestion of these creatures who we think are going to come to us in the sky to take over the world? The alien invasion already happened. They took it over already. Now it's time to take it over. The invasion was here. It didn't happen. They eased in. Seasoned our mine with the media because the powers that be who don't have the birth rates to maintain their presence on the earth. And they say in America by 2050 or 2041, certain people are going to be the minority. Well, hey, alien, we're dying. And we don't like that. We will we, we'll make a deal with you. You want the life force of us humans. We'll sell out the other ones and we'll let you take them and we'll introduce the technology so they can have fun talking and talking and, and sharing selfies and taking pictures and doing videos. You, know, That's the case. I'm screwed. <laughs> I'm screwed. And then we're having phone sex. Who is recording that? We're sitting in front of a a computer and masturbating. What unseen forces are there sucking? I mean, I, I, I had to use that word, sucking our life force as we approach an orgasm that they can never experience. There's a joy that they can never experience, but they want to replicate us because they want to steal our life force because it's food to them. So, guess what? Black music. That was full of love. There were no songs where they were hating people. I mean, the most aggressive song that I heard along along those lines wasn't a hate song, but a song that you were trying to get back at somebody. Hey, got to, got to pay back. The big payback, revenge. Get down with my woman. That ain't right was a big thing back then. Get down with this woman. Oh, man. And then you saw the picture on the album cover of a man approaching a woman's doorway or whatever and she had half of her shirt coming off. They didn't show it graphically. So that's the get down part. You knew what that meant. That was very adult. Right? So as time went on, I'm still with the theory now, Our music was turned in against us. I was just listening to an old song. I believe it was from 88 to 89 from Princess. Uh, how did it go? After the love had gone. Nice little video. Princess wasn't hanging out of clothes. She was kind of a plain Jane with a little makeup on, but lovable. You saw the love on her face. The other song that she made, I think it was um, a year or two earlier. Um, say I'm your number one Cause you know I or, Cause I know I'll be good to you And it had a nice beat I can't play these songs Cause they'll copyright me, strike me and You won't see me here no more but I thought about that era Before then But around that time Not just because of rap music We know rap music took a drastic turn When corporate America Stepped in to. T- Take over what these little black folks were doing creatively, and they offered them money to sell out and to push the guns and the sex and the drugs and the narcissism and the self centeredness to rip apart the community. This is all in conjunction with the alien invasion. They invaded our culture, they invaded our essence. What makes a loving? people toward each other, who are loving to each other, pretty much. And we had murders, we had killings, we had that, but it wasn't on the, on the level that it is today. Why? Because there's something bigger going on, and you all talk to me on the email or text message or call me, most of you are here in the chat room, and we talk, and we agree. Whether you agree with this or not, I'm putting it out there. We agree that something is happening in the world right now that we don't understand. The world is different. It's a different vibration. We're being manipulated from many fronts. But this is the death blow coming, y'all. Because we are so narcissistic in the mirror, all the selfies. I'm not saying everybody who takes a selfie. This is the way of the day. I understand that. But we are too caught up in that too much. We're giving too much energy, too much time, too much thought, too much life force. I take a lot of time online, creating these banners and setting up the shows and coming up with ideas. I don't think, think, I got to think of some, I got to think of some. I'm gifted in the fact that I can, and I'm gifted with people around me who stimulate me, who will share an idea that will stoke a further idea. And I say, you know what? That's good. We're going to talk about that today. When I woke up, I didn't know about this to talk about this like this. But it comes to you through people, through your thoughts. And now I say, we are targeted. A deal has been made to sell us out globally. These things can move in an invisible manner. But we got to, they, they want something from us first. They're not going to just walk up on us and bite us in the neck and we're going to suck the blood and that's it and throw them down. They need our essence and life force. But you want to know what their kryptonite is? You want to know how to stop this thing without ever seeing one of these things and stopping the takeover? I'm not going to say stop using AI, which really we should reject all of this stuff. It's like to get back to where we were. We can't be involved in this subductive technology. As much as we are and we have to fast off of it and move away from it because it's getting in us and we have less love for each other they've manipulated the beats of the music they've manipulated the words of the songs that are approved by the corporate entities to keep a vibration of hate and tension and materialism and i'm going to be better than you and i look better than who cares There comes a time in a woman's and a man's life. Yes, we try to keep ourselves up. But we realize we're not going to be in these bodies forever. And the bodies fade. They're made to expire. But we get so caught up where we, damn it, we're going to preserve youth. You ain't preserving youth when you put fake bags on your chest and say, this is your breast. Or you pop Viagra and, and hormones to look younger or get my muscles back, take more testosterone. Do you think that lasts forever? So we're so caught up in the here and now and not preparing ourselves for that next plane that these aliens can't see. To me, they share something in common with this demonic race that has terrorized the earth that the sun burns. So they ain't of this earth either. Johnny, come late, least. So you work in tandem with these aliens who we the sweetest part of the meat. Anybody take a bite into a chicken breast? It ain't as sweet as a chicken thigh. It's got a little more fat on it in the thigh, but it's more flavor. The dark meat is sweeter. And so it goes in real life: the melanin, the, the vibration the high level of spirituality, they don't understand. The distant cousins don't understand it either. That's why they have a reputation, if you look at real history, of killing and raping and robbing and murdering and stealing and pillaging. Deceptive demons. Y'all know who I'm talking about. And that's what these aliens are all about. So, hey, we strike a deal. Whether they come from the ocean, come from outer space, or they're around us on a spiritual level, they're alien to this atmosphere, so they don't know about it. So how could we exist on this plane like those who vibrate higher, but we're trying to keep them low because the love that they have for each other is like kryptonite. It's, it's, it's like roach spray to a roach. Right? It's like those plants that you put out of your yard and we have some and it smells so strong it repels the snakes. So our love has to be reduced because when we truly love each other, I'm not talking about lusting each other. I'm not talking about lusting each other and saying it's love. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about feeling good when your fellow man or woman elevates in this life. Or when you come into some wisdom, you share it with them. You don't preach to them. You say, listen, in my meditations, this is what I learned. I just want to share it with you, brother or sister. Like we do here on this show. You know, and I'm not throwing off on anybody's shows, but you know, them chat rooms are lit up. Am I having for Who you think? You know what I mean? Drama and... People making videos to go after other creators and the other ones coming back at them and the black man don't like the black woman and the black woman don't like the black man. And you have black men who don't want to be women and you have black women who don't want to be men. Nobody want to be who they are. That confusion is caused to give an advantage to someone else who doesn't want to see you in your highest vibration so they can take advantage of you. The alien takeover is here. The alien evasion Happened many years ago, but we've been duped to looking up at the sky and like that pickpocket and the partner who works with the pickpocket, get your hands out of my pocket. Just like in Malcolm X's movie, everybody turns around and looks, except in that scenario, they were looking to kill Malcolm X. We're looking in the wrong place. We don't treat each other good. We don't refrain from. The baubles and rubies and trinkets of technology that make our life easier that we're addicted to. It's OK if you're not a Christian or Muslim or somebody who follows Judaism or whatever, the three major religions who are just related, it's the same thing. Same thing. You call it something different, but it's the same thing. And it was given to you to dupe you, to take you away from true spirituality. I'm not trying to insult anybody, but really and truly it is, we've been rewired. When you are vibrating on a high spiritual, spiritual level, see, spirituality encompasses demons and evil forces too. That's just the plane we're talking about. You have a school that has great students, and you have a school that has challenged students, but you have different grades in the school. If you do better, you go to a higher grade, and within that grade, you may be in a higher class. They'll take you out of the one. So they used to do that in elementary school, right? And middle school. <laughs> First grade, you had 1-1, 1-2, 1-3, 1-4, and 1-5. 1-1 was the really smart kids. 1-2 were the B-levels. 1-5, y'all had some problems. Now, I'm not making fun of anybody because certain children had certain challenges in their learning. They had certain situations in their home life where they were distracted. And I'll tell you, to be honest, a lot of the kids in the smarter classes... They didn't do what was good in life. They took it for granted. It was the ones who may have been in the lower grades, not the lower grades, the lower uh, 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 status of class in that grade that when they got out in the outside world, they got to hustle, they did this, and a lot of them did better, to be honest. It was the smart kids that went off the deep end. Not all of them. Some of them continued on. But we have to understand that on a level of spirituality, they, they, they can't go there like us. So this is why they have to portray us in the world as though we're the worst of everything. All of this stuff is by design. How the hell are you going to have something AI? Can, you can punch in a prompt and a picture comes up the way you want it. How are you going to ask AI a question and it's going to print out everything for you in an article form? No. And I know they had technology for a long time. And what we enjoy, I say that in quotes, has been around for a long time. A long time. We get in the hand-me-downs. You know, when you get that Sunday paper on Sunday morning, Yeah, okay, we don't have papers as much, but it's still there. We go online now. But back in the day when you had that Sunday paper, man, that was the most precious thing. Can I look? Oh, no, 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 I ain't look at it yet. Don't, don't, Don't touch it. Okay, hey, I'll give you the comic section. (laughs) I don't do sports. I give you the sports section. You take all day and read it. The Sunday paper still had value on Tuesday and Wednesday because they had more in different sections of it. And after you're done with it, you became the nicest person in the world. Uh, Excuse me, do do you want the Sunday paper? Yeah, because it's Sunday night or Monday or something like that. Sunday is over. But that's the way it was. So, With the different levels of spirituality, just because you say you're spiritual, everything is spiritual, right? When you look at animals, which I I hate calling animals, animals because they're brilliant. They're working in a way that they were made and they weren't out of order. I never saw no cross-dressing dog. (laughs) You know what I mean? I never saw no, no, I don't want to insult nobody, right? (laughs) You feeding, you feeding your cat and the cat rubs upon you? It's the male cat. Female cat around the corner is in heat. That male cat ain't painted no mind. The male cat talk about, I need a sex change. I'm identifying as a female cat and I'm arching my back. You know how they march the back legs? And they in heat? I never saw no male cat in heat tooting his butt up like that. That's for the female cat to do. Right? So I don't understand it. What are these things suggesting or being suggested in our minds? And don't tell me, oh, homosexuality been around for a long time. Yeah, because that's a spiritual issue. Now they're making it hormonal. Now they're putting stuff in the food to jumpstart that, that thing. So if you had a spiritual propensity for that, now you really feel it because of the weird old soy that you're eating. Because it was mentioned that the soy in, 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 in the Orient, in Asia, ain't the soy here. You got the little funny duddies over there, but they're not in the same proportion. Now everybody looking at everybody like, are you straight? You know what I mean? How is this happening en masse? How are so many people coming out to be and desire to be something they weren't made to be? And I'm not throwing off on you if you have this challenge. It's a puzzle that we all have to figure out. And we're so distracted because the alien takeover is in effect. We're dealing with something that is not of this realm. For this world to change as fast as it has, I mean, you know, 20 years ago, there were still things going on, you know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, but now it seems like it's an ever-increasing crescendo. It's more and more, and our brains are being blasted with the imagery. Have you ever had the experience, and I know you have, with these YouTube shorts that play over and over and over, and you look at something, it's interesting. You might look at it two or three times because it goes quick. You say, hey, this is funny. I want to send this to my buddy. You might send this to several people. I do it with many people here. You do it with me but you put it down for a second because you see something on the TV or the computer or you catch a phone call. Maybe you have two phones and one's up or you're watching on the computer. Nonetheless, you put this thing down and you don't cut that YouTube short off. And it's over and over and over. And then you get off the phone call or you get away from the person who came to the room to ask you a question and you forget to cut this thing off. Now you have heard it like about 50 times and you realize, ah, let me cut it off. I'm tired of hearing it. It is sunk into your subconscious mind by design. You see what I mean? So we are controlled like a marionette puppet, but we don't know where the strings are originating from. And it's not on our limbs where the strings are connected. It's directly to our mind. They got our mind. We've all become crackheads. I'm not not throwing off on anybody specifically. I'm speaking in general. And that phone is the crack pipe. And they make sure now, in Manhattan, I realize, and my friends tell me, oh, you can get on the internet under the subway. Before the trips I've taken back to New York, when you go out in the subway, you're not getting an internet signal. They make sure to provide the free internet signal so you can be on and smoke your crack directly to the subconscious mind so you can remain in control of the substance you can't hold in your hand. Only the crack pipe phone now. Once you put that phone down or you think you lost it, you lose your mind. Of course you paid a lot of money for it. On that respect I can understand. But it goes deeper than that. So our minds have been compromised. We're giving our intimate imprint to AI. And here you have a company with the Lenzer app who's telling you that this becomes our property. And for the most part, I remember speaking to someone who used to have a newspaper in Orlando. And a lot of the articles I wrote on my site, he would lift them. I gave him permission and he'd put it out in the paper. Those were the good old days. And he told me, you got to notice, Lance. Whenever you upload something to Facebook or Black Planet where you're on any social media platform, that actually becomes their property. Read the fine print. But we don't look to say, ah, I did a selfie, oh, I'm going to legally claim it. You can pick another one. But even from back then, and we're taking selfies, putting our face out there, but yet and still, they got facial recognition for you. The alien takeover has been in effect, and more is to come. Because before they reveal their face, if they have one, there's no way to run, no way to hide. Got You already. They got all your text messages. It's been fed into whatever uh, machinery they have. I'm going to say it's a machine, but whatever computer, whatever high-tech, whatever they feed it into, our virtual guts are stored and they can replicate you. They can replicate you better than you realize. They got a camera on your computer. You sit in front of the computer. You you don't sit there still. You move your head around. They got you. They got you. Your voice. They got you. Your innermost thoughts when you're on the phone or when you text. Oh, he likes it this way. Okay. We can trap him that way. We'll send somebody to him that fits the bill. He can't resist. There's no secrets anymore. So when they take us for our life force and do so slowly but surely, and we go missing and they replicate us, we're there, but they say it's cloning. Maybe it's not cloning. Maybe it's something that it, it, it appears to be, and it is on face value, but it's much more than that. Because it never made sense to me. Oh, they cloned the person. How are you going to clone a person so quick? <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're going to walk like them. They're going to talk like them. But look, we indulge in cloning all the time. AI. Whatever we want, we can create it. And whatever they want to put out there for us to believe and absorb as our own. And we don't even know where we end. And this AI begins or our own. Online persona begins because we got so many people who don't like themselves. Of course, with self hate, but they really don't like themselves because we have all of these images that are filtered and perfected. So, a lot of us put our face to AI. Please pull them pimples off. Please slim down my face. You can ask it to do it, and it will do it. I had these brown eyes all my life. I need some green eyes. And just like I mentioned on the show with those little uh, those, those, those little rounded pods that are clear that they have right now, that you can put the egg in there, fertilized, and it can manipulate even before it's in there. They do little things to it to make sure that your child has a certain skin tone made to order, nose shape made to order. Thickness of lips or thinner lips made to order. Straight hair or kinky hair made to order. They're using our need to be narcissistic and and self-centered and status and all these things in our head that don't exist. I can see it so clear. It's happening out here in the motherland. Major cities in Africa are going to be changed different because this thing is so seductive. They say many hundreds of years ago, the white man came to Africa and gave us the Bible, and he walked away with the land. And if they didn't actually, on paper, own the land as things went on, they gave loans for money that these leaders should not have taken. Why? Because you want to go to the UK and go to Africa and spend, uh, go to America, excuse me, and spend that money. But you got heaven on earth right here with all the resources you need, so they tricked you. The same way they're tricking you now for your life force in the alien takeover. And so now many African countries on the motherland, because some of you, Africa, that's a country. No, it's not. There are many countries in Africa, I believe it's like 54, ruled differently. So when you see something happening in a country that's war torn or impoverished, where they still have slavery going on, don't come and tell me you better watch out. They got slavery over there in Africa. Well, no, not gotta. And I can't say that conclusively, right? Because we don't know what's going on. There'll be some private shows that are gonna speak on things here. But I'm not from here. My root is from here. But I'd be stupid as much as I stand out. Because with the alien takeover you have entities who look like your brothers and sisters who will sell you out. So many people say, well, some of your own sold you into slavery. And if you listen to Dr. Issa Muhammad, Vibrant White, a.k.a., he explains what it was, and it wasn't the way they're putting it out there. But in 2023, we do have many of us who look like us who are involved in certain things in groups who have already sold us out and let the powers that be know. no let it be known that I'm available to sell out more. We're gonna be spiritual life force slave catches to bring it back to the massa, who has the low birth rates, who made the deal with the aliens. You can take them as long as you make a deal with us to preserve us. You can use your technology that you brought to us and we'll put it out in a very amusing manner. Make it fun for them. Make it something simple. As a pre-introduction to AI that even sex won't take your mind off that thing. That's crazy. That's crazy. It used to be with a feeling of two people coming together. We'll just say it that way. When you in that moment, how you think knee burns came to be? You're feeling so good, you don't even know your knees are scraping against the floor until you get up and, ooh, God, dog, my my knees are bloody. Because that thing took over your mind. Because it was so overwhelming when those sensations flooded you and you felt so good. And only after the feeling subsided did you realize you got knee burns. Now they have artificial things that can take over your mind. over. The intimate contact between man and woman, the only one I'll acknowledge. So, what's up with that?
1: So, be careful.
0: There are things out here that we can't see. And even though many of us may not feel good about who we are, we have to understand that we are in our highest state of vibration the most powerful beings on the planet Earth. The sun don't burn us. This world doesn't reject us. We've been reduced by design. So our precious life force can be taken, can be snatched at wholesale prices. We're not talking prices as far as money, but that exchange. See, you know you're living in an imbalanced system, that artificial man-made system. When his life goes on, your vibration is reduced because there's not the exchange that happens in the creator's nation, uh, uh, nature. I said nation. Yeah, nation too. We're a nation of people worldwide. You see, we breathe out carbon dioxide and we get oxygen back. We can't find a place to go to the bathroom, so we squat down by a tree, squatting or standing. And what comes out of us fortifies the roots of that fruit tree that we're later going to eat from. So there's no waste in the cycle of nature. But there is something out there that doesn't belong in our midst. And it wants to woo us in our complete form, to become incomplete following the practices that they do. When you come out of who you are and supposed to be, you will never feel right. You'll never feel right out of the system that the creator put down. Ain't no deer out here committing suicide. Ain't no rabbits jumping off of trees and wanting to break his neck. You do have the food chain where certain animals eat other animals, but every animal that's out here has a means of protection. The skunk. Ain't no skunk going to run up on you and kill you. It's going to stink so bad you're going to run away. Certain animals have teeth and claws. I saw a meme the other day with a monkey way up in the tree, and a tiger climbed up, a cheetah or whatever, a cat, a big one that can kill you. And it was a tree that had two branches, two big branches that split like a like a slingshot or a tuning fork. And when the monkey jumped on one side, the tiger went down and tried to climb up on it the, and then the monkey jumped to the other side. It was funny. And it went on for a while and they looped it over like you're still looking at this thing like, when did they stop doing this? Who, who won? So we're caught up in this cycle, being led by illusion for things that are not going to feed our spirit. And again, I say, if we give to this thing so much, not only is it going to damage us on this level, but when we try to surmount that wall of transition, our spirits will be so low vibrational that we can't hop over that wall. I'm not saying it's a wall to hop over. But if you've been working out, running, training to leap over the wall, you just dash it easy and effortlessly because you lived a life that was conducive to you being in shape to go over that wall. But as long as this stuff has your mind captivated, they take the precious life force from you. And when it's time to transition, you can't go where you're supposed to go. That's the most precious thing. See, they steal your land. They steal your talents on these jobs. And, and, and for so much an hour, they pat you on the head after 25 years and give you a gold ring that's 10 karat cheap Chinese store gold. <laughs> and you so happy. They give me a ring for 25 years of service. And they got mansions in different countries off of your efforts. And you can't see that. They got you so messed up. It's not for everybody, maybe, to want to come to Africa because, like I said, you may have special needs children or an aging parent or a job that you're almost retired from or whatever it is in your personal situation. Doesn't mean you have to come to Africa. But too many of us, I've got nothing, maybe. The most ignorant things said about Africa come from black people who don't live there and never studied. There's corruption here too. There are issues here too. Yes, they are. I can't say an orange is better than the apple. But some people like oranges more. And if I happen to like the orange of Africa over the apple of America, there's still sweetness over there. There's still nice things over there. But there is targeted. These bigger, so-called more powerful countries, that's the sweetest bite to the aliens they can suck all the life force from the concentration of people that are there that are so damn gullible to not see what's going on and who's behind it and who sold you out. We might have to do a part two of this bad boy because everything negative is connected to the alien takeover and it's been going on for decades and decades. They utilize everything about you against you, but they take the real good part of you For themselves, you don't know what you're looking
1: at. They got computer graphics
0: on these movies. Computer generated images. What is it? CGI. And you watch the movie and it was made basically on a supercomputer. They can do anything and make you see anything. Don't you think that they can make you see anything in front of you? They got the holograms now. They're playing around with your mind. What happens if they have a hologram projected image up in the sky of the white Jesus in an ultra-religious part of the world, which most of the world has their different levels of statistically some are more Christian here, Muslim here, But they can do it in a way to engineer it where if you are that, only you see it. And you see Jesus coming through the sky with great power, like they say in the Bible. The Bible has great things in it. It's been twisted. to control you. That's why the religion is there. If you don't submit to that, you'll submit to the Lord's desires, the titty bar. Huh? The topless bar. In the black neighborhood, you got more ways of distraction to keep you out of yourself. You got the whorehouse. You got the liquor house. You got the crack house. You got the gambling house. And guess what? You got the church house. All these things keep you trapped in this matrix. If one don't get you, another one will. And you don't see beyond your own life and what you need to do in your life to be able to get over that wall and transition. Don't mean that's all you have to think about, but think about it because it's coming. I'm not going to say who, but someone within close
1: proximity to my life. Has a husband who has a daughter who was murdered, set a fire, three kids,
0: one of them burned, the other two in critical. Jealous boyfriend, something was going on. They weren't even together anymore. Stuff is happening real out here, y'all. I have another friend who, whose best friend had a daughter, wasn't even 21 years old yet. She dropped dead. All the promise in the world. It's time for us to get our asses up off our shoulders thinking we're going to be here forever. There are forces and entities and things out here who are so shrewd that we think we're so smart. The takeover has been happening. Have you been taken over? Maybe. Have I been taken taken over? I know attempts have been made. I struggle every day. I struggle every day. My back's up against the wall. I see it not with my natural eye. That's why I have on the website under my name, intuition is the vision of the third eye. Intuition is the vision of the third eye. What did green wisdom tell you on the show to focus on yourself? Stop being distracted by all the things that are put out here because most of what you see is engineered. Seeing is not believing. You have to know what it is, and it has to resonate from within. You need to listen to that voice, but our voices have become weaker now because of our indulgences that steal our life force. So we walking around weak, reduced. We can't see what's in front of us, driving on a foggy night. When I started this show, the, the other side of the mountain, I could see the lights on the houses on the other side of the mountain. Now it's so foggy because I'm up in the clouds, I don't see anything. That's how many of us are operating. Like we're driving down the freeway with a blindfold on. It's just a matter of time before that recipe of disaster or for disaster manifests. And we can avoid it. Detach yourself as much as you can from the distractions of the world. Detach yourself. You can be in it, but you don't have to be of it. This ain't no church talk. This is a fact. And the more you refrain from the distractions out here is the more that inner voice will become stronger and talk to you clearer. But if you have so much noise going on around you, have you tried to use your cell phone sometime in a nightclub or somewhere where it's crowded and all the rumble of noise and you can't hear? You got to stick your finger in the other ear that's free and press the phone to you. If you don't have headphones and sometimes, or earplugs, sometimes you can't even hear it with that. Well, that's how this world, the engineered, defeated man-made world. They conquered the natural world to a point. Not because they actually stopped nature. I'm living out in nature and the vibration is high. But they conquered it with your connection to it. You walked away from the connection to nature. You walked away from the intuition. And that voice has been reduced. Like Minister Farrakhan said many years ago, God never broke his connection to you. Let's just say the word God, right? Don't fuss with me on that. Let's just say the supreme power the creator, the most, high, whatever you call it, that's what it is. But God never broke his connection to you. It is you who broke your connection to God. So when you call out to God and and you think he doesn't hear you, he's not ignoring you. You broke the connection to it. You're the one. He's always there. I said he could be she. I'm not saying no confused rainbow stuff. I'm talking about the energy, which for the most part, we know it to be a female energy with some masculine, not in some old twisted LGBTQ, whatever. I'm sorry. Like Millie Jackson said in the song back in the, in the 70s. I just had to say it. That's why I started each show saying, if you don't see me here no more, you can find me on landscurve.com. That's why I put it right there. I don't even want to put the social media chicklets, avatars. Oh, yeah, I see Facebook, I I, I see YouTube, I I, I see LinkedIn and X, and and I see Snapchat, and and, and I see, oh, Scurve everywhere. No, landscurve.com. They're going to take me off of that anyway, eventually, because I'm not compromising. I know how to skip between the rules and the minefields that they plant for people like me who got a big mouth. Ain't uh, a tulip. I'm tiptoeing through. <laughs> it's minefields. You step the wrong way. It's deadly. You die. And I ain't Tiny Tim. Tiptoe through the tulips. Remember back in the late 60s? <laughs> or early 70s? Remember Tiny Tim? <laughs> no, I'm not coming off like him. You have to watch Your every turn. I'm not trying to artificially induce a state of paranoia. No, I'm trying to help you to be prepared in your thinking. Think beyond what they show you. You don't have to understand what I'm saying all the way, but consider it. Why are we walking around tired more than ever before? What's connected to us is beyond the physical fatigue. I have been isolated for a very long time. These last few, you know, where I am. In a good way. Not, oh, I want to go somewhere, but I can't because I'm locked in jail. No. I uh, recently found myself around the masses of people. I came home. I was drained. I couldn't find myself. I was away from all of these odd spirits that were captured and sucked of their life force, looking around at everybody else to see who got a higher vibration. And when they see you sometime, they suck their teeth. Who you think you are? You gave away to AI, to social media, for all these things that are really in your head. You got to sit down in front of a screen, whether it's in your palm or it's on your desk, Desktop or it's on a tablet, and you open up your eyes and you let this thing go inside of you. Your gaze is energy. Your G A Z E. I ain't seen no G A Y S. You hold up a phone, and they can look in your iris and they recognize it's you. You don't think there's energy coming out of there? The eyes are the windows to the soul. They said that, well, in the Bible, right? How long ago? Is that wrong knowing it? You look at eye contact with people. Man come home after cheating with his side piece. And the wife is sitting up in the living room wide awake. He think he's tipping in. He called her 30 minutes before. You want anything from the store? I'm just leaving the boys. But she'd been calling the boys home phone, and you weren't there. So she knows. And you cut the lights on tipping, You done took 10 minutes to close the door because of the locks that are so loud, and then you locked it with the key, and you turn around. Bing, the lights come on, and she's sitting there looking right at you in your eye. That first snapshot of your face when you've been out there frolicking with somebody you wasn't supposed to be frolicking with tells the whole story. She ain't going to look for no lipstick. You become shrewd in the game of the extracurricular activities. She ain't going to find nothing. All she got to do is look at you, but she already knows. The gaze, your eyes, are the window to the soul. Ain't that something? So we need to get back to the instincts. Our instincts are being snatched. That's why we're making the damn dumb decisions that we make in our life. Because we're given this social media, AI, the movies, everything from the outside that our enemy gave us, stimulating us into stupidity. That's exactly what it's doing, stimulating us into stupidity. Come, come, come walk down the road of stupid. That's why they want to get your kids in their system. What was the quote that I saw? If you send your children or look, they said it this way. If you send your little boy to their schools, he'll come out thinking he's a girl. They want to rewire all of us so we're not operating properly at the fullest vibration because if we're operating at the fullest vibration, we'll see them for the dirt that they're doing. They make everything so sweet. You have a bird that you want to trap in a cage or a trap, not a cage, but a trap. put it somewhere under the Vatican. We can't get to that. If we got a hold of them books that you stole, you're going to keep the history, but you don't want us to see it. We ain't stupid. We're figuring it out. That's why I'm going to be at 117,000 followers for the next 10. <laughs> it's going to go down a 1,000 or 2 every year. But we know it's more. How I come to a whole different country on the other side of the world. Hey, Lance, I love you, brother. i brother. going take a selfie with you. Oh, that's good. A- I got hitting them all the other day. Whoa. It's not about popularity, but that gauge of being known knows lets you know people are listening and they listen to other people that come with that vibration. It ain't about me. Like I said, the energy I don't own. The energy has already been there and will be there after I'm gone. It manifests right now in this moment as Lance Curve. But 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 all of us have the Malcolm X energy. Malcolm X didn't even own his energy. We we acknowledge him because he took the energy and went higher with it because he knew who he was after a while. He had knowledge of self. And most of us are walking around here stupid. And we we don't want to let go. But we'll gladly let AI and social media influence us. That's why I had to reject so much. Before I came here, I gave away 85% of my clothes. Good stuff, too. It hurt me. I was like, man, it's part of the cleansing. I don't suggest you do that. There's a couple of little pieces there I would love to have that I can't get out here. <laughs> I'm not even being human about it. Like I'm caught up, but it is what it is. We're born naked. And they will put some clothes on our behinds if we're in a casket. But we go out that way. So why not live that way? I'm not saying I'm going to the mall. I think Lance is losing his mind to that last podcast, that last YouTube video. That brother walking around naked, man. They had to take him away. <laughs> no, You ain't never gonna see that. <laughs> I'm only naked in designated naked areas, like my home. Thank God the camera ain't on right now. You don't know what I got on. But we need to be able to find ourselves. And get, I suggest that you listen to the video by Green Wisdom. I'm actually going to get it. Let me make sure this
1: volume is down. And I'm going to drop it in the, uh, let, me, let me see. Where is it now?
0: Here we go. Okay, that's it. Let me get the link. I'm dead behind Sirius. No, I'm going to get the one off Lance Curve. <laughs> I got to push the site, y'all. Same thing. But I'm to get that particular version. I strongly suggest that you listen to that. I touched on things that were stimulated by that particular video. Right? So, okay, here we go. Let's get the link address. I'm going to drop it right in here.
1: Here we go. That's the
0: one right there. You listen to that if you haven't heard that before, that video, that show. All of the wisdom in that bad boy. Chock full of wisdom. Over and above. Beyond measure. That's when you need to listen to. That's right. But just in
1: your daily walk, try to see things from
0: different perspectives. And don't close yourself off of the possibility that your intuition is right. Because really and truly that inner voice, if you want to call it the inner God or whatever you want to call it, it never leads you wrong. And these entities want you out of your mind, vibrating lower. And when you vibrate lower, You've become or arrived to a state that you're not compatible with nature anymore. Maybe 15, 20%. Let me ask you, really and honestly, you don't have to answer it here. Have you ever been on the grind? doesn't have to be a big city, but in a city where everything that is natural is turned inside out. Upside down, your sleep is off, you're eating bad food, you're not living right. You don't feel right in balance within yourself. You don't feel at peace with yourself. You don't even feel connected to yourself. And then one day you might have a week or two off and you're invited somewhere by a friend that you may not have seen for a couple of months. Say, okay, I'm going to come with you. And you get up early. You finally had a good rest the night before because you know you're doing something nice. You get up early and you find yourself either in a park or somewhere, a beach or somewhere where it's overwhelmingly nature.
1: And there are not too many people around.
0: And you feel good. But you say, wait a second. I haven't felt this way in a long time, and I, st- I feel kind of strange because this sensation is flooding over me. I'm feeling aligned already. Why can't I have more of this? Why can't I have more of this in my daily life? Because when you go back to your daily life, I'm not putting anybody down because I lived this all my life mostly. You feel as though you're going down in a hole somewhere, in a dungeon somewhere, under the prison in solitary confinement. Cut off from nature and its life giving properties. And your spirit begins to feel light almost immediately. You feel a joy flooding your being that you haven't had or cannot get from the job. You cannot get from the concrete jungle and you go through your changes and the thought of going back to that schedule, that existence that you can't get away because you're so invested in the money. Like I always say, you take your life force and you give it to this corporate entity or whatever your job is. And they give you back paper. That's the biggest hustle, your precious life
1: force that you need to cultivate.
0: me an answer if not there's, a, there's nothing I can do here because everything that I see is proper oh wow I'm shut down okay all right. let's try something else right before the grand finale oh you can hear me okay okay good I don't know what that was. It was a little notice that popped up on the program and with my equipment. Everything was tally hole. How long was I off, if I may ask? Was it a quick minute, few seconds, three minutes, four minutes? I don't know. But it's okay. I'm used to it. I'm built for this. It's not going to stop me. Every single day. Okay. Yeah, they do. (laughs) But our lust for the gadgetry and their technology, our technology, our technology, which I can't say is technology because it's not taking knowledge. But what we have is better
1: than what they offer.
0: What they offer is a cheap, thrill a passing fancy ships passing in the night but what nature gives us that we take it we take it for granted it's a lifelong commitment it's not a one night stand it's a lifelong commitment all we have to do is stay connected to that inner voice let it amplify feed it Take care of yourself. Green Wisdom said it all. I put the link in the chat room. Self-care. Even if you don't like yourself, like she she said, self-care. You will receive it as self-love if you don't know how to love yourself. I was thinking that all day. So we have to share what it is that we learn and help to elevate each other because the enemy is not going to give us anything to liberate us. We have to understand that. And you're right. They can't stop the truth. The lies can never stand for long because you'll see the result of the lies they give you to make you think you need what they have. We don't need it. We're sinking into an abyss on a mental, physical, spiritual level, and we don't see how we've been reduced. But if you live life long enough, you could think back to a time when love was more overwhelming in our day. We had a bond, but they were beginning to break it. We didn't think that that was common, but now it's common.
1: They took everything that... Segments that I'll
0: okay, I understand. No sound. I'm gonna wait here. Let me see something. Let me mess around with some th- things and
1: see if it can come back. Okay, all right. Can you hear me now?
0: Maybe this might be the reason why. I just clicked the button. That might be the reason why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Just like Neil Frazier didn't touch his phone and he went on mute. Well, a setting on my computer just changed and I didn't do anything to it. They can do what they want. They're not going to stop me. But that's how things are happening now. Maybe there might be some truth to the subject. Maybe AI is working to keep this from going out.
1: Right? the alien takeover,
0: If they can't get us to kill each other, hate each other, be separate from each other and not let the love flow. They're going to do stupid things like that. Like I said earlier, our love for each other is kryptonite to them. And for those who don't understand what kryptonite is, with the cartoon character Superman, the very rocks from his planet when brought near to him takes away his power because on his planet he didn't have power. So our love is something they don't know about. They can't take it. Do you ever see how they look at us when we treat each other with respect? Many have an expression on their face that let us know that they are not pleased with with us getting along in peace. They don't like it. They sit and watch these YouTube videos where we hate on each other, and they love that. Because they don't love us either, and we shouldn't look for them to love us. And if you look for them to love us, you're sick. You need to go with them then. They see a man respecting his woman in public, not just because he holds out the chair, When she's about to sit down, that's mandatory. Hold the door for her, and she's supposed to stop until you hold that door. She ain't going to pull the door open. No, you stop right there. Make the man do what he's supposed to do, but more so than anything else, also behind closed doors, how you talk to her, how you cultivate her life force, how you encourage her and let her know she's beautiful inside and out, not just because of the body parts that you enjoy every night. And when you're in public, you keep your eyes on her. It shouldn't be an effort to do so if you're caught up in her. Not just the outward imagery, but the intangibles that are there that you, she know, you know she has. The integrity, the character, those things stay when the physical body goes. So although you may enjoy the physical body, in the curvature of her hips and all the other good things that she has, you should really be plugged into her spiritual depth, her intuition, the things that you can't buy, the things you can't sew in on your head, the things you can't implant on your breast, the things you can't shoot into the butt cheeks and make them round. Look, that ain't going to raise no family. That's not going to soothe you. And it's not just about what they can do for you. What can you do for her? It's amazing how we think. That's right. I'm Black love is revolutionary. It's a vibration that the others can't understand. So if they can't have what we have, they don't want us to have what we have. This is why they've taken time with their technology, their social media, their takeover of the music and entertainment industries to twist us around slowly but surely to gentrify our minds away from our original selves. I spoke on earlier. I think it's being acted out. That's why we have these characters here. They may not even look like that. They may not even have bodies. They're amongst us, right? So we got to understand that we need to have not just eyes on the back of our head, we need to have eyes, physically all around our head, spiritual eyes, physical eyes, emotional control, emotional eyes. Because every time you step out of your door, and even before you step out of your door, now the war is in our homes now, with the people who are around us. So you have to be prepared to walk alone. It's the best way. When the animal in the so-called wild is sick, it takes himself away, and goes up in the cave and comes out at night sometimes to just eat a little bit of grass and stay away from food until the body heals. How are we going to heal if we don't stay away from this poison that they are given us? That's right. They're
1: aliens, archons. That reminds me, I need to give Sister Danina a call. Maybe we can get her on this week.
0: But these movies and these images in our head It's artificial stimulation to make all things evil, fair seeming and all things good, too corny, too bland. But those are the things of life giving. I'm going to wrap this down. I just want to say how much I appreciate you, how much I love all of you who are here. And just continue to separate yourself from the foolishness and vibrate high so that we can make the leap to the levels that they can't reach. They're jealous of that. We are the super men and the super women of this planet, and they will call us that. But while it may seem like I'm contradicting ourselves, myself and saying, we're not really super, that's just normal for us. We are naturally elevated. So they will call us Superman and Superwoman and look at us. And sometimes on the playing field in sports, we can kind of see it from our superiority that way. But we focus on that, but we don't focus on that spiritual superiority. And that's why they want to keep us down on their level so we can't see higher. We're like birds who are walking and they know that we have wings but they don't want us to know that we have wings and can fly and go places where they can. That's why they're so jealous of us on so
1: many levels. And we really can't see it.
0: Anyway, I'm going to go now. We'll be back tomorrow with something else. Something else will drop out of the heavens and now download it. I'll catch it and I'll say, okay, we're going to talk about this. But know that I love you all very much. And I hope you got something from this. I tried to make it a little entertaining. But chock full of reality. Because that's all we need to worry about in this level. Because this level is only a pit stop to eternity. This is just a blink of an eye. Don't let this little pit stop mess you up in the whole race. And it's not a race against anybody else. But it's a race to keep us intact. But never forget that inner voice that we have, that intuition will never lie to us. Much love to you all. Landscarve out. Peace.